Welcome to Godseeker. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. The current message, Narrow Path. When we seek for how we are to live our lives according to the culture of God's kingdom, as revealed by Jesus, we are looking for what he called the narrow path. The blessing and challenge is not that this path is constructed out of a list of rules, but that it represents a way of life which flows naturally from a different way of thinking. Yes, there is right and wrong, but it's not about the seeming checklist that so many have made it to be for so long. It's about the heart. It's about care for people. Care for all people, one for the other, where no one is less. The rules given by God were always about care of people. God is love. This is not a squishy, ooey-gooey emotional love, the way humans have defined it, which waxes and wanes dependent on momentary feelings. It is about practical care in a manner that is not just focused on self but expanded with an objective to look beyond self for the good of community, with self being an integral part. It is a choice to love, even and perhaps especially through difficulties, which can also mean a need to wrestle through what true love looks like when issues are not simple, and most issues are not. Thus the narrow path includes the rules but removes their seeming one-dimensionality. Jesus' nature, which is the manifestation, the made visible of the kingdom of God on earth, includes a different view of the meaning and purpose of life and what it's all about than what human cultures have made it out to be. God's kingdom is founded in a different sort of power structure than the one humans assert makes the difference and is to be striven for. The narrow path actually isn't narrow in terms of its scope, in terms of what it encompasses. It covers every aspect of life, every thought, every action, and indeed every inaction. It is specifically not a list of to-dos or to-don'ts. It is a philosophy of life which understands God is overall protecting, providing, leading and guiding. And if we choose it, we are all moving through one day, one moment at a time, toward that eternal destiny and companionship with God and one another for which he made us. That is, if we choose to prioritize seeking and doing God's plan for our lives versus fighting for our own. If we choose to see others and see them his way, and be instruments through which he flows to touch them in the way he knows they need most, to be formed and reformed by the hand of God like a potter molds clay, employed and deployed in ways where we won't always understand. Jesus walked the narrow path. He pointed it out. He lived it. Let's look at a sprinkling of verses from Matthew chapter 5, of what living according to his culture looks like, embracing a God-following way of life instead of doing and don'ting and pointing at the others more than evaluating self. 
It's a way of life which will require his constant help, forgiveness, and help to try again. So here are some verses from Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 17 and going through verse 24, and then beginning again at verse 43 and going through verse 48. Do not think that I have come to do away with or undo the law or the prophets. I have not come to do away with or undo, but to complete and fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until the sky and earth pass away and perish, not one smallest letter nor one little hook identifying certain Hebrew letters will pass from the law until all things it foreshadows are accomplished. Whoever then breaks or does away with or relaxes one of the least important of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least important in the kingdom of heaven. But he who practices them and teaches others to do so shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness, your uprightness, and your right standing with God is more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to the men of old, You shall not kill, and whoever kills shall be liable to and unable to escape the punishment imposed by the court. But I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors malice, enmity of heart against him, shall be liable to and unable to escape the punishment imposed by the court. And whoever speaks contemptuously and insultingly to his brother shall be liable to and unable to escape the punishment imposed by the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you cursed fool, you empty-headed idiot, shall be liable to and unable to escape the hell of fire. So if when you are offering your gift at the altar, you there remember that your brother has any grievance against you, leave your gift at the altar and go. First make peace with your brother and then come back and present your gift. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you to show that you are the children of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the wicked and on the good, and makes the rain fall upon the upright and the wrongdoers alike. For if you love those who love you, what reward can you have? Do not even the tax collectors do that? And if you greet only your brethren, what more than others are you doing? Do not even the Gentiles, the heathen, do that? You, therefore, must be perfect, growing into complete maturity of godliness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity, even as your Heavenly Father is perfect. Listen to the song, Bowing Now. You can find it on my YouTube channel, on various streaming services, or on CD. Thank you for joining in. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. And I am praying for you. Until next time, make the song Bowing Now your prayer. And keep seeking God. <laughs>